Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 19. Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 19. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come, forever and ever. Amen. In this podcast, we will be looking at the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In in conjunction with the Bible that we've read today being Matthew to the north, Mark to the west, Luke to the south, John to the east. North, west, south, east. And you have in that withdrawn, as the Lord withdraws at him having spoken, such as they record there, he withdraws the sword that he comes to bring. You have to imagine Matthew is up. Mark as out. Luke as tilt. John as is sharp. And... You have in that sense Christ's ability to control the light as he is master of the light. And the light he shares in his words, and his words are recorded in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In detail in Matthew. With, with a mind for the spirit in Mark, excited in Luke, and in love in John. And <coughs> essentially, the, the detail Matthew renders the gospel in is out of. Uh, Suspicion. Um, and so Matthew is an attempt to answer what is it that is not suspicious about Jesus? Mark, what is true spiritually about Jesus? Luke, what is energizing about Jesus? And John, what is there in Jesus to be loved? And as they render their various accounts, they tally up the words of Jesus for which there is no parallel. Uh, they are, in a sense, spoken as Ezekiel spoke of the temple, but for the sake of heaven, that as Jesus speaks, he makes known how God addresses heaven. And that is, for example, that he faces the north when he speaks Beatitudes. He faces the south when he speaks of the prodigal son or the sower. He faces the 
east when he speaks of things to come. And he faces the west when he speaks warnings. So, in proper order, you have blessed. Prophecies, this is going clockwise. Blessed prophecies of stories worth heeding because of the warning that is in the West. Uh, and actually, summarizing the Gospels in that way doesn't actually bring you any closer to a parallel, even then. Because he did that perfectly, um, in a sense there is there is a parallel in Christ's heart revealed by the Holy Spirit, as he says in John, that the Holy Spirit will do. There is a parallel in the heart of the Holy Spirit, which is the heart of Jesus. the The Holy Spirit, at heart, makes the offering to God. Of Jesus's heart, which Christ does not have without the Holy Spirit, and the the reason the reason Christ does not have a heart within Himself that He might relate to God is that He was born without seed, or as you have to say, to explain what that is in principle, without without a corrupt seed, or a, or a seed like unto corruption. Uh, he had a perfect seed in spirit, and for that reason was able to leave out The nature of his heart, but for the Holy Spirit, and that that empowers him with words and language. He he has a sense of his his own limitations. He does not speak at length about things in an attempt, as I do, to come to knowledge about God uh, or or how to relate to men. By those words, he he foreknows that what he says will will come to a point of uh, transition to the hearing of God, and that without truth in what he says, as limited, then God's hearing will be offended. So he, he very much puts the heart of the Holy Spirit first, in which is his heart, that God's hearing not be offended. And that, that in turn, as was already uh, trepidation, uh, fear and suspicion in principle depending on where your faith is, as had already been in trepidation, is confirmed by the fact that God is not asking for a redoubling of what can be said 
just in the sense of it. So each of the Gospels sets out those things which Christ was constrained to say. And of course there are many other things that Christ said that, that aren't recorded there, but the spirit of his uh, intelligent, divisive nature is, is laid bare there. And it is in relationship to God that he conducts himself. Uh, not as takes pride over the devil, though he could, but in a sense holding the devil at arm's length. That his word not be corrupted before God and God turned to pity. Uh, in that sense, Christ wanted to be treated like other men, and his going to the cross is a fulfillment of his relating to man for God. Uh, and in the fulfillment, it is that it offers hope that he be welcomed by men, but at the same time, he evidently becomes more of a son of God, not less. So men are torn between the question of their peace and their desire to welcome the strength that Christ represents and brings. Uh, and it is actually not necessarily the case, given that, that um, sometimes he deals with prophecy, it isn't the case that those to the north should seek blessing, those to the east should seek prophecy, those to the south should seek story, those to the west should seek warning. Uh, that's, that's a literal interpretation, but in the context being about the world makes it a worldly interpretation. Because what Jesus said was, you, you have to take up your cross and follow me, not... I'll tell you how to make the most of not following the cross. Uh, that that I bear. Um, there and there is a danger that people look for a convenient interpretation of what Jesus said. But the, the essence of it is that you, you are supposed to be brought into relationship with the heart of the Holy Spirit. Jesus' heart. So you might be born in the north but have a heart for people in the south. Or you might be born in the east and you have a heart for people in the north. Um, and that, that really is the beginning of taking up your cross and following after Jesus. There isn't a lot of time. These people need your help. It is that you were born into a world that can reach through the words of Jesus to others here. But if not going anywhere at all while doing that, it is basically the work of the devil. You are saying, I, I know so much is the word of God, and therefore I will let it lay a snare for those who want the world and I will take advantage of the fact that 
having heard the word they'll desire to be elsewhere, but not before God, and they will fail and die. And and that that thought, that, that attitude, in essence is the attitude of a weed. Um, the weed says, I'll put down roots here, and whoever comes to take what I have will be barbed, pricked, or greatly pricked. Um, and suffering in that stead, I'll leech from the atmosphere and the earth, all its good for no real availing. And, of course, what you have in that case are people not able to travel as far as they'd like to travel is a gradual weedification of Earth. People keeping almost nothing of his word, um, making lives out of snaring others when they don't think of it, and then finally they do and feel guilty, which only accelerates their becoming weedy. And the fate of a generation that becomes weedier is that it, it blows away in the, in the wind and rots to dust as if never there. Its, its whole lifespan is, is less than a vapour, as if that were possible, you know. Um, it talks about the life of man being a vapour in, in Psalms. Well... The life, of, the life of a weedy man is less than a vapour. Uh, so it is important to pray, as he said, pray that your flight not be in winter. Don't, so don't, don't take my, my warning that uh, you need to have a mind for, for where you are destined and think that I would not help you answer to what you feel you've been born for. That, that takes a lot of time. It's not for anyone to foreshorten. Um, and it, it may be that all you can do is do it in prayer, you know, that, that uh, you uphold America in prayer or something like that. Um, you, you, may pray, you may pray for Iran that, that it... it in its vexation, leadership shine forth, you know. And the the point the point of, of giving time to to that relationship is that you resist the weediness of life that is there in the attempt to serve God. That it may grow from the sapling to the tree. Well, Jesus said you will know them by their fruits. Uh, if, if the aim is to become a sapling in the eyes of God, at this stage in man's history, it's time to stand by the death of the seed of whatever value that it was, that enabled you to have a chance at growing and independently and in the sight of the earth.
for God as was blessed by the tree he foresaw in you and the fruit you are to bring. Uh, maybe eucalyptus from a eucalyptus tree or mustard from a mustard tree. Uh, then at least you have a hope that when the harvest comes you'll be taken to where your mind was set uh, because in the afterlife you don't roam to and fro the devil does that in this life knowing he can get advantage above men who fear what he does being their end that is them becoming the devil and having no relationship to the world but by God uh, in essence being that Better than going to and fro is to be delivered. And being delivered is, is better being involved in the recipe that comes after you for your fruit, for the men of earth who, being satisfied for your fruit and the recipe in which it is included in their lives, have praise for the Son of God that He became the first fruits of the world's recipe for life. And, and it, it is a hard saying because... Um, you have to be what's on the packet of the of the seedlings that um, are planted for the sake of good fruit. Uh, and it is from the outset that we must be great for our service. That that it, we are not great for our own sake, as a weed thinks it is. And those who partake in the way of the weed, in one way or another, think they have something in weediness that really they don't. Really the weediness is, is obnoxious to God to the end. And if by chance there is a perfume in the weed burning that then is their only saving grace. Uh, in essence being that, that God desires a world of fruitful trees whose, whose recipe of inclusion, one with another, strengthens them each to their own kind, such that the grafting that has to be done to produce the necessary fruit be kept to a minimum. 
And it's not that God doesn't graft, but he, he forbears as long as he possibly can not to graft one to another. Because it is only a very limited strength that is left once you've been grafted onto something foreign. And in essence, God's plan is to do that with Israel, but as a sign to the world, it is, it is in no way desired to make a statement that there is little time left. There's a reason to repent, but it's not, it's not that the time is nigh. Now, Jesus did say, let, let these words sink into your ears at one stage, encouraging his disciples to remember the end. That was when the end was apparent to him for the cross. Now we see the cross as an ongoing thing. And in that way we have no doubt because of the assurance of his word by it. But God's timing is, is from there to go slower and slower again and slower again still. So that there's no chance that no one has heard the word and not received, as is good fruit. Uh, and if you if you wanted to, you could you could describe the gospels in terms of fruit. Um, but I think you'd be straining um, because what follows in the Acts and the letters to the churches uh, after the Gospel is that the, the, the plants of the Kingdom of God and the fruits and the roots of the kingdom of God are explained such that Eden is found within you. The kingdom of God found within Eden within you. And it's not a it's not a question of seeking out the promised land anymore, but letting the words of God dwell in you as you are ready to share them so that paradise may flourish in your strength within as it comes to explain prophetically will yet be that this has been the unnamed podcast series one episode 19 unnamed this has been the unnamed podcast series one episode 19 uh, the next podcast we'll be looking at will be covering the acts and the, the letters to follow the next, this podcast we'll look at is the acts and the letters to follow. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, Lord be all else to me, save that thou art. Thou my best thought, by day or by night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. Be thou my wisdom, and thou my true word.
I ever with thee and thou with me, Lord. Thou my great Father, I thy true Son. Thou in me dwelling, and I with thee one. Be thou my battle, shield, sword for the fight. Be thou my dignity, thou my delight. Thou my soul shelter, thou my high tower. Raise thou me heaven, O power of my power. Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Thou my inheritance now and always. Thou and thou only first in my heart. High King of Heaven, my treasure thou art. High King of Heaven, my victory won. May I reach Heaven's joys, O bright and sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, Still be my vision, O ruler of all. This has been the Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 19. This has been the Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 19.